This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the county result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So, the only thing left to say is, are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app. And you can also get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The following podcast contains violent scenes, hard drug use, scenes of a sexual nature and flashing images. Now there's none of that. It does however feature strong language. So if you're listening with small children, kindly tell them to... The dickheads. You're listening to the Scarf Pagara War. For county fans, by county fans. Oh, great flick up by Helen Armstrong. Hello and welcome to the Scarf Begala War, the podcast for county fans by county fans. Grade A Smarmy Bell and Nick Lee here, welcoming you to yet another weekly podcast. Don't worry though, you've only got to suffer another two minutes of my uninspiring tones as I'm recording this prior to going to Liverpool because it's my birthday on Friday. Stop it. You're in better hands than usual as Russ Johnson and Dave Longer here to take you on a magical mystery tour of all things county and Euros. Russ, the people of Liverpool haven't told anyone about the Beatles for over 10 minutes now. I'm just the man they need, so I'd better shoot off. Over to you to tell us all about how England finally arrived at the tournament, or how England finally scraped past the Czechs. Delete is applicable. Bye! Yeah, as Nick said, welcome to the Scarf Bagara War, Series 7, Episode 30. Um, Been going a long time now, haven't we, Dave? Hi, certainly have. Long, long time. Long in the tooth on this. This week, we've got Sam Sam, the City fan, joining us. Hi, Sam. Evening, gents. Thanks for having me. Evening. No problem. Um, There is is a good reason why we've got you on. It's not just because you're a random City fan. Um, It's because I I actually work with Sam uh, in my place of work, and I've come to know him. And he's a very, very um, informed City fan, and actually goes to the matches. Um, And he (laughs) he likes England as well, so I thought, why not? Let's just get him on and get a, a Man City fan's view of it. A Man City fan's view of it. Um, so welcome along. This week, uh, we'll be covering a little bit about County, uh, about the seats, the pitch, uh, the fixtures, that kind of thing. Uh, but mainly we'll be talking about England, how we've done versus the Scots and the Czechs, uh, what we think is going to happen next for us in terms of the tournament. Um, and yeah, and just have a bit of a chinwag about the Euros. So, happy days. Run titles. I don't actually know if we've got any titles this week, actually, Dave. Or what got, do you know? I don't, think, I don't think Dave's done one, has he? But, uh, no worries. He can probably rustle something up, can't he? Yeah, definitely. Right then. So, so, Sam, this is probably part of the show where you don't say much. Well, you can do. It's not that, I'm not telling you not to say anything. <laughs> <laughs> um. But we're going to talk a bit about county. So, well, we'll start off with not talking about county, if that makes sense. So, the playoff final. Did anybody watch it? Torquay against Hartlepool. Did you watch it? I saw bits of it. I saw most of the second half and, yeah, thought Torquay were desperately unlucky. 
Mm. Um, not to have won that in 90 minutes. The referee was absolutely awful. Um, but then again, the keeper heading it in in the 95th minute probably wouldn't have happened then, would it? So, swings and roundabouts from a neutral's point of view, wouldn't it? Yeah, I think I was very much, as I said on the last podcast, which was I just really couldn't give a shit. <laughs> yeah, about who who won? You know, I what I did watch it. Uh, I thought Torquay were very unlucky. Two two good goals chalked off, um, and then they scored in Torquay time. Um, so you know, ninety what was it, ninety fifth minute? And I think they've done that um, half a dozen times this season. Ninety fifth to ninety seventh minute, haven't they? So fair yeah, point. yeah, um, yeah. I mean, I, I was like you. Yeah, I couldn't really give a shit who won, to be honest. But I thought I'd you know stick stick the last. Uh, 25 minutes, half an hour on, and uh, yeah, watch that. But penalty shootout was awful to start with, wasn't it? Yeah, first four we missed, weren't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Nothing I've ever seen that before. Um, but yeah, you know, well done to Hartlepool. Um, you know, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Did it bother you that, um, that Richie Bennett tweeted after? That, that, it got to a lot of people, that. It, it did, didn't it? Um, not really. It did a little bit, but not enough for me to, you know, get on Twitter and start berating him. Um, yeah, you know, whatever. Uh, I think it's fairly obvious to everyone that um, he, he doesn't want to be there. And, um, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised to see him going going uh, in the summer. No, that's right. I think, I think him and Maynard will follow Jordan Williams, who left today. Mm-hmm. On, uh, on socials today, so Jordan Williams has left. I, I'm assuming we've paid up his contract because he, he had another year left, didn't he? Yeah, you'd imagine so. Um, it's a shame, isn't it? Um, it was one of the players I was really looking forward to, to seeing last season, and yeah, injury and never really got going, and form wasn't great, and yeah, didn't get a didn't get a look in when when Russ took over. So again, like Ben, it's probably not that much of a surprise. Yeah, no, I agree. Do you think um, him, Maynard, Bennett are all? I, I mean, I this is what I think anyway. Did you think? I wonder if you agree. They're all sort of mid-table national league players, and we're shopping in lower league two, mid league two now. Yeah, I, I still think that they could do a job for us, but probably not what they're expecting, and certainly probably not what was promised when they arrived that they would be in the starting 11 most weeks and things like that. Um, I see more squad players and I don't think that any of them would probably want that. Um, but yeah, yeah, you could argue that we're, we're, we're looking at a sort of better quality of player um, to, to get us up into the league too. They are Jim, they're the Jimbo signings, aren't they? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I think so. I'm trying to rattle my brain there. I think, I think they are, aren't they? Yeah. Um, more county news then. The obviously we know that the pitch has been relayed for the first time in ten years, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, so we will get Liam Cash on in a couple of weeks. He's the head groundsman. Um, Can't wait for from... that. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm being serious. No, I'm being genuinely serious. I can't can't wait for that. Was you not? Was you not here when William on last time? No. no. No, I don't think he was. Was you? Yeah, he was good value last time as well. But I think he was doing. Did he go on to do City's pitch and then Barcelona after that? He went around Europe, didn't he? And did some big pitches. Not not big as in size, I mean big club. Because <laughs> they're all generally within a certain range, aren't they, pitches? Yeah. Um. So, yeah, that's happening. And, of course, the Cheadle end seats are all being replaced, which was a nice surprise. So all 5,180 of them, which can't be cheap. No, not at all. Not 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 that many, anyway. Um, yeah, I was surprised that they were doing them all. Uh, certainly, ones in the upper tiers will probably survive most of the weather. But you know, if you mm. if you're doing the lower tier, you might as well like decorating your house. And uh, once you do one room, you've got to do the rest, haven't you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's true though, isn't it? Because since we had um, since we had the railway end done. The rest of the rest of the seats are looking a bit shabby now, aren't they? Yeah, you can really tell the difference. Um, yeah. Well, yeah, there's there's what five thousand one hundred and seventy-seven left at County now because three of them are in my shed. <laughs> so well, I don't know. I I I've got two. My cousin went and picked up a white one and a blue one for me, so that's pretty good. Cool. 
I didn't get it. I, I didn't get that kind of choice. I was ushered over to a pile um, that were relatively clean and uh, in fairly good condition. Um, so yeah, yeah, got those. I have absolutely no idea what I'm doing with it. I'm just <laughs> just there. I just don't don't know. Put it on eBay in a few years. Yeah, yeah. Good. Uh, Sam, have you got anything from Main Road? I I haven't. To be fair. Um... Other than other than the glorious memories, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll come to some of those memories later. I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so the seats that's pretty good, and God knows what else is going to improve. I think the this is going to sound really boring for for you, Sam, but the um, wasn't some of the metalwork being painted blue as well? Some uh, metalwork, I believe not. Certainly, from what I saw on Twitter, um, that it's not. There's some of the the goalposts either side of the Cheedland. You know what I mean? They've been done, aren't they? But it's the bit underneath, yeah. under the roof, hasn't? I think all the other way around. I can't remember. I was only there today, so you'd think I fucking remember. <laughs> um, but yeah, apparently it's not being done at the moment. Which you know, fair enough. It's just going to get on my wick. So that'd be the next one now. There's, there's new seats and no bird shit. It would be like, can you paint that? Because that, that bit's red and that bit's blue and it's really annoying. Yeah. All stands out, doesn't it, once you've once you've done a bit of it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and then the news came out this morning um, that our co-op are going to crowdfund a statue of Danny Bagara. Magnificent. Yeah, yeah, well overdue, and and yeah, let's um, let's get cracking towards that fifty k. Do you not think that's a lot of money, fifty k for a statue? I don't know. It depends how big it is, and how good it is. It's you know, yeah. I mean, if it was if it was if it was ten thousand, it'd be probably like that Ronaldo one, wouldn't it? <laughs> I was just thinking that, yeah. <laughs> so you don't want that, um, but I don't know. I don't know what statues cost. No, well, neither do I. It just sounds expensive. <laughs> it does. It, sounds it does. Expensive. Sounds very expensive, but I, I've no idea. That might be really cheap. I don't know. What what sort of stance do you think he'll be in? <laughs> do you have him in the, the the one where he's waving that with his with his right arm up? Do you reckon that's the one he'll do? Yeah, possibly. Yeah. As long as he's got the Robinsons cap on, then that'll do me. Yeah. Just a, a little side story about Bagara, right? Well, not well. Yeah, it's nice about Bagara. A couple of mates come to my house to watch the uh, just just for a bit a few weeks ago, and they're both United fans. Never go, never go to the matches. I've got to get that in. And um, <laughs> one of my mates is sat in me by, he's looking around, he's going, he's going, Russ. I know, I know, there's a lot of memorabilia in here, but who's that up there? Is that your granddad? And he pointed at Danny Bagara. <laughs> 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 it's like fuel like, for the fire. It was, it. yeah. I just, I just didn't even react. I just thought you should have said yeah. You should have said yeah, <laughs> Should have like made out that he'd managed counter. You're a good yeah. one, yeah. Just thought, what a twat. <laughs> but, 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 but at the same time, I thought, well, why would he know who that is? Because he's just a United fan that never goes and doesn't pay any attention. Yeah, I suppose anything. so. You know, it's it's yeah, ignorant. Unless, unless it's on BT Sport, they probably don't know who they are. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Um, so yeah, that was a bit of a side <laughs> side story. Um, and then and then just finally the fixtures. Oh, just just on the Bigara statue, we will have Pete Tawi coming on in a few weeks just to. Explain a bit more about that and 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 where that came from and and how they're doing at the time. And I think I think um, if I'm not wrong, I think they're already up to four thousand two hundred. And that's because the co-op and Help the Hat has donated two thousand each, and then they've raised a bit more on top of that. So decent start. Yeah, yeah, good. Um. I might actually put into that, you know, I, I put into everything when it comes to county. I, I did a ground for a pound. I bought some bonds as well. You probably did the same, Dave, did you? Yeah. Um, never saw any of that back. So no. Why not, why, not, why, not, why, not, why not throw another 200 quid at something that's just going to get a bird shit all over it? <laughs> you know, 
least, at least you're going to see it, aren't you? Um, right, so that's the county stuff. Right, let's move on to England, because that's why we're here. It's the Euros. Um, we drew with Scotland, and we narrowly beat the Czechs. So if we start with Scotland, then. Um, go on, Dave. Tell us about Scotland. What, the place? Or... <laughs> yeah, yeah, cover every inch. <laughs> start from the top. <laughs> Wick Academy is the most northerly ground in Britain. Is that right? There you go. Have that. Wow. You did ask for that. <laughs> that's but well, that's good info, really, isn't it? Wick Academy. What anyway. Most? <laughs> um now you're asking true row or something like that, isn't it? <laughs> don't know. Don't know. Without Googling it, I don't know. Uh, yeah, the game. Um, yeah, the game, yeah. Oh. <sighs> you, you ever think about the game, Sam? What uh, do you reckon about the game? Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Sam. You bail me out. <laughs> it makes feelings, to be honest with you. Um, I thought, well, I went into that game with a prediction of 5-0. Um, I'm not sure if that was <laughs> realistic or, or more just hoping we kick the living shit out of them. But... Um, I just, I just think it's typical, really, isn't it, that we uh, we, sh- we struggle to break down a team that sort of sat in their own half for, for most of the game. Um, I think they offered a couple of threats going forward, but it's just 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 typical of, of our campaign so far that we we've not really threatened. But isn't this isn't this symptomatic of teams like this where we are obviously the stronger team, and City will know this, and and hundred percent we and count, county know this from this season. These teams just come. And they just want to frustrate the shit out of you, don't they? And to be fair, that was their cup final. Oh, I heard 100%. on the I heard on the news this morning that, that um, I forget who it was. Was it uh, McFadden? He was saying, "Well, they were probably just too exhausted with for the Croatia match because they spent that much in the England match. You know, they spent themselves that much." And I'm thinking, Look, so you, you spent yourself. Yeah, you've spent yourselves that much to get a nil-nil draw in your cup final that you've you've almost jeopardised having a good performance against Croatia to go through. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. And you, yeah. you covered this last week, Russ, that, um, and we, we had a chat with it about it midweek, that, you know, Scotland's first game, they look like they look like um, toddlers playing football. You know, <laughs> apart from, you know, two or three players, it was it was almost like 22 men on the pitch running after the ball, mm. um, you know, at the same time. So, you know, they they did well to defend, but it's, it's easy to defend when you've got, you know, 10, 11 men in the box. Mm. Yeah, I, I thought... I thought Scotland played quite well, actually. Um, they, they had the better chances from open play. Um, and we just really struggled. Um, and I thought we kind of got over that hump last night. Obviously, we'll get on to the Czech Republic game in a minute. But it, it's just so frustrating. The, the the lack of attacking chances, the, the, the lack of goal-scoring Action is just so frustrating. I can't remember even going back to the sort of mid two thousands and Ericsson's team. I can't remember an England team with so much attacking talent in, even um, on the bench. You got so much um, attacking depth as well, and we're just struggling to get an effort on goal. It's just, just ludicrous. Um, and that, that Scotland game was just just ridiculous. The longer it went on, the, the more boring it got. Uh, and in the end, I couldn't wait for it to finish. Yeah, I think um, I feel feel like the media's gone on, gone very much back and forth with it. And you know, again, we'll talk about the the response to the Czech Republic game after, um, I guess, in a moment. But you know, it was all, all, all the build up was Grealish must start, and he had all the pundits talking about it, and he didn't start. Um, and then all we heard after it was, well, should he have started? And you think, well, you. you uh, Southgate in this position can't win, right? Is whoever he starts there. Um, I think the biggest biggest thing for me was in, in taking Foden off early. I think he was one of the only ones that was all right. You know, City bias, but I thought Sterling. Had, <laughs> I thought Sterling had a shocker, and I'll openly say that. Right, I thought if anyone should have gone off, it was him. Um, Foden seemed the more lively of, of, of players. Um, but you know, Sterling's Sterling's proved so far that he's, he's the one that's getting the goals. But well. The two of them, <laughs> but yeah, yeah. What do you think? I th- Go on, Ross. 
I was going to say, um, uh, the pundits sort of agreed with you, didn't they, Sam? That that you know, why are you taking Foden off when when clearly Sterling was having a having a shocker? Um, and when Grealish did come on, he was I think he was the most fouled player. So he was yeah. he was you know he was doing his usual stuff. He was winning the free kicks. It just yeah, we just we just couldn't break him down. You're right, you're right, Dave. You know, Scotland had a couple of good chances. Um, I just think it was one of those games where they just. Like I say, they they played with an extra twenty thirty percent Scotland. It was clearly their night. Every, you know, they were all up for it. Yeah, I don't. It just it did annoy me towards the end. Um, yeah, but what annoys me is why weren't we playing with that extra twenty thirty percent? Why weren't we up for it? Yeah, this is mm. three points in the tournament. That would have took us through a win there. Uh, yeah, I just I just find it difficult to believe that. We're struggling to to beat Scotland, who are what the second or third lowest ranked team in the tournament, um, and we and we've got aspirations of winning the thing. It's just ridiculous. Yes, that's that's not Southgate's fault, though, is it? Southgate doesn't go out and say, "Right, lads, take it easy. You know, don't don't do too much." It, the, the, I think maybe the players' attitude is 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 what's wrong. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm not saying it is Southgate's fault. Um, his team selection probably could have been a little a little a little better but again we've got so much attacking depth that you can kind of pick anyone like as he did you know he shuffled things about last night didn't he um so it didn't really shouldn't really matter against scotland who you pick we should be winning that mm. one thing i did pick up on um is you know late on when sterling had about four opportunities in that final attack to pass the ball and didn't yeah um you know he did get stepped on and tripped up in the box uh, now, the night before when the Netherlands played, um, it was a bit more blatant, a bit more obvious, but a penalty was given for virtually the same offence. Uh, and there was one, I think, given the night after. But with Sterling's, they didn't even go to check it. Um, but I've I've not really even heard the pundits talk about it, which was a bit weird. Um, I've seen a lot of referees now booking players for, for diving, which is good. Mm-hmm. But the referee won't even go to check it, which 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 seemed a bit odd. So, do you know which one I mean? I, th- I think so. Yeah, it's it's the one where he had he literally had four or five chances to pass it out to James. Yeah, what he should have done. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And then he, I think he came inside and then sort of ran down the eighteen yard like box line, didn't he? Towards yeah. the yeah, and then got tripped up. Yeah, yeah, I do, I do remember it. Yeah. Um, at that point, I think I was sort of sat there going, "Well, oh, he's fucking whatever." We, I, I what I tend to do in matches, and I do this with county as well. I, if we if we get to an hour, yeah, then then I've made my mind up about the match. Yeah. So, it's, so if if we're playing shit, then I'll get to an hour and go, "Well, we've we've played shit for an hour. We don't deserve to win. You know, we do. We, we, you know, we deserve to draw this or whatever. Or yeah. if we get to an hour and we're, we're playing really well and we and we're still drawing nil nil, I'll be thinking we deserve to be in the front of you." We've got another half an hour to do this. That's kind of how I. That's how I. That's how I play football manager as well. That's when I make me subs. You see, that's when I make change. When I make start making changes. Yeah, when you get past an hour on football manager, yeah, start start making your subs then. Mm. Change your formation. We did a bit of that at the start. You know, we had um, Kane was coming in a bit a bit deeper. He was collecting the ball, um, sort of in the middle of of, of the attacking half, really, and. He was then distributing it, and we seemed a bit more, a bit more lively up top. You know, at the very beginning of the game, you had Foden running in behind, you had Sterling running in behind. Um, when you know they they sort of then changed around a little bit on the pitch, and Sterling was coming in a bit deeper, and Kane was then the target man, and things just seemed to slow down a bit for me. Um, and that's mm. when we sort of stopped. You know, you had you had James whipped one ball in. Um, don't really remember many other other chances. You know, Kane was. You know, he was he was a little bit far away from it. Um, I don't think he was onside anyway. You know, even if he had to put that ball in the net, but I don't know. We just seemed seemed very slow when we did have the opportunities to go forward. Yeah, there's there's a few people have drawn parallels between England and County. Um, Not the uh, standard, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> um, just the 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 playoff semi final game. Mm, and you can yeah. see you can see that, yeah, I can see see why people would make that. We seem to do quite well 
when we you know we're bringing the ball out we pass it around we're getting in through you know through the middle or through the, um down the wings and then that's it yeah. <laughs> just just kind of yeah. we've run out of ideas a little bit um yeah certainly frustrating um again had we been a sort of mid-ranked team with probably an asp- you know aspirations to get out of the group and probably not much else then fine but we're aiming a little bit higher than that, and I think we're ne- we're going to need to find an extra gear if we're going to get any further. We are, but I think one 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 thing I was looking at uh, just just to say there is is you know the last tournament, twenty sixteen, Portugal won it. Um, do you remember where they finished in their group? They didn't win a game, did they? They finished they finished third, having drawn all three games. Yeah, really. Um, and of then the following three games that they played, I think again. They drew, they drew the quarter-final game and had to go to penalties. And the other two games, I think there was only one or two goals in them. So they weren't particularly convincing all the way through to the final. Yeah. You know, for them to have finished, what, third in their group. Yeah. Yeah, they were, think... they were kind of the most consistent rather than being the best. And, yeah. and that probably goes for Greece as well in 2004 and yeah, yeah. I, and I can see that I can see why at 18 that just gets a you know a bit of a m- momentum going and difficult to beat and I can, I can see that uh, how that would happen I'm just not convinced <laughs> that we're going to be able to do that no you're probably not convinced now but say if we get one of the three that you know in the well we are going to get one of the three aren't we yep. in this in the knockout first knockout and say if we do beat him one nil then people will probably start to believe. I'm not saying we're going to, I'm not saying not any of that. But I think for, for me, what 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 gets me is right that that Scotland match. You know, I I wore my England shirt on Friday to work. You know, I was like, oh, I'm I'm, I'm getting up for this now. Um, straight after the match, straight after work, I was like thinking, yes, come on, we got we got Scotland later. Do a, do a few jobs and then settle down for the match. In in years gone by, I'd have bought England, you know, the, the England shirt for that year. I'd have gone to the pub with my mates, got myself really up for it. And then they just always seem to let you down, don't they? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, so so, th- so this this time I'm a, I'm a bit more sort of ambivalent about it. I, I try to stay a bit more level on it. You know, uh, a Friday I let, I let myself get carried away a bit and then I was just brought back down to earth by the match. So the Czech match, which we'll come on to, I just watched it in my living room, really, with a cup of coffee. You know, and didn't, I just thought, well, I'm just going to, I'm not going to do anything for this. Yeah, I don't. Does it get you? Does it get you that way? Yeah, I mean, I was was like you back in back in my youth, many moons <laughs> ago. Yeah, in the pub watching it, you know, getting really up for it and and being desperate for us to win, and then ultimately we get knocked out on penalties, and mm. and yeah, it's you know you you kind of really really down for about three weeks afterwards. But yeah, this time I'm. And to a certain extent, in 2018 as well, I'm kind yeah, yeah, of, I'm, I'm kind of a bit, I'm not as asked as I used to be. I'll, I'll, obviously, I'm English. I want to see us win, but yeah, not just tempered expectations a little bit. Yeah, that, that, that's what I mean. Yeah, in the World Cup in 2018, the only time that I really got excited um, was when we scored the second against Sweden in the quarterfinal. Yeah, 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 and I, pro- I proper jumped up at that. The rest, I was just like thinking, "We're going to go out of here." You know, Colombia. What was it? Penalties. Oh my word! Yeah, they scored like think... last kick of the game, didn't they? Exactly. Yeah, it was it. Yamina was it? The lad who plays. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm just thinking, we're going to go out. So I'm, I'm not, I'm not buying a shirt anymore. Fuck you. Shirt <laughs> 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 just, so yeah. Um. So that's how it is. What about the Czech match? Because that, that for me that was an improvement. Um, the Czechs, I think, are a pretty decent side. They, they made light work of um, of Scotland, and that, if anything, that that Sheik, I think, he's called up front. Um, very good against Croatia. Very good against Scotland. Didn't even hear his name mentioned against us. Yeah, yeah, he is a decent player. Um... Is he playing in Germany now? I know he was um, first first sort of is, yeah. rose to rose to relative fame in Italy. Um, was supposed to move to Juventus and it never happened. 
Um, but yeah, yeah, I think he's in, playing in Germany now. But yeah, he is a decent player, and like you say, they, they are a, a quite a good side. Um, I think they, especially towards the end of the first half last night, that they uh, made us sweat a little bit, a few balls into the box and that, and we, we looked a little panicky. Um, but I think their momentum kind of ran out a little bit in the second half um, as the sort of the, the pace of the game slowed quite a bit. Uh, first twenty minutes. I thought we're going to steamroll these. Mm. This is going to be this is going to be four or five, um, and it wasn't. And we just kind of took our foot off the pedal again, didn't we? Um, and it ended up, in my eyes, a similar performance to that against Scotland. Um, it, it's just incredibly tedious to watch. Yeah, I think uh, I, I I agree with you when when we started. Um... I think they they gave us a lot of space that Scotland didn't. You know, they tried to press up the pitch a bit more uh, than Scotland did against us, and it allowed us to get in behind. You know, you saw Sterling hit the post in the what, second, third minute. Mm. Um, but yeah, once I think once we got the goal, it just kind of slowed down a bit. And I think you know a little bit of my frustration is that he's picked some of the players that he has done Southgate to bring a bit of versatility to the team. You know, he's got he's got. He was boasting that he's got four right backs and they can all play in different positions other than right back. Yet yeah, we've we've sort of played the same formation uh, with like for like subs in every game. You know, they've, he's not really switched it up at all. Um, I think that's that's a little bit frustrating for me. And like you say, when 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 you sort of got towards the second half of that game against Czech, it was it was it was a bit dry. It was slow. It was like. I almost felt felt as frustrated as I do when somebody's you know sat behind somebody who's doing twenty and a fifty, you know, and you're sort of thinking <laughs> just 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 come on, you know, just just move your ass, you know, somebody make a run, <laughs> um, and there, there wasn't really a lot of that. Yeah, I completely agree. Completely agree. Um, decent goal, decent goal by as well worked, um, and I just thought we're we're gonna we'll get a, a couple more here, and we. Had we pressed on that advantage rather than, and I'm not saying we sat back as such, but had we gone for it, I think we probably would have scored a few. Um, and that's you know, it's quite frustrating that we didn't in the end. And I know we've not conceded a goal in the group, and that's really good. Yeah, um, I don't think we've really been tested yet. Um, but Italy have shown that you can still have a good defence. They haven't conceded a goal, but... They look like a, a genuine attacking threat, and they scored a few goals, and we just look a bit limp. So we don't look solid then. I'm not saying we don't. No, not at all. Not absolutely. No, of course we do, and that's what I said. There was, you know, it's, it's. I can see. Yes, we haven't conceded a goal. Not, you know, don't think we've really been tested. But when we have, we, we seem to, have, you know, dealt with things quite well. Um, I just. Uh, you know, you you compare yourself again, compare yourself, ourselves to Italy, um, who have won all three games in their group, not conceded a goal, uh, and scored a few. Um, and you can guarantee that they were longer odds than England to win the tournament. Um, so that you can have a solid defence and also scoring a few goals as well. Um, and I, I don't think we've kind of got that, that balance quite right yet. No, but Italy. Italy are, for my money, okay, they look good. It looks impressive, the scoring goals, not conceded any. They seem a bit kamikaze to me. So I've got the feeling that as soon as they come up against someone who's a bit more measured, maybe, I'm not going to say us, but maybe another team like, um, I don't know, uh, I don't know, one of the teams that's won another group, whatever. But, you know, they, they, they might, they might, they might come up a bit short. It's the same for Netherlands as well. Um, that they 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 look really good, but the, you know even the pundit, even like the pundits, De Jong and and that are saying, well, yeah, but you know Patrick Vieira I think said, well, for the Netherlands, as soon as they, they're too shaky at the back, they look good going forward and outscoring other teams. But once they get against someone that's going to give them a bit of uh, bit of pressure that, that can defend. Then it's going to be a completely different story, and I think I think we're in that that we're in that bracket where we can definitely defend, and we looked even better with Maguire last night. Um, it's just a case of unlocking unlocking these the attack the, the final third, and let's face it, we've played three teams or you know so far that 
have tried to defend. Croatia probably not to a certain to a lesser extent, but the Czechs did, and Scotland definitely did. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. Just getting that balance right between having been solid at the back and not being too reserved and and attacking them with a little bit more uh, freedom, shall we say? Um, we we need to get that right. Do you get a bit frustrated when they don't clear the ball? Seen too many times last night, especially more on the left left back position. Um, players just seem reluctant to, to just just boot the ball out. Um, you know, hoof it up the pitch, try and regroup. You know, there, there was at least one moment last night where we, we we dipped about with the ball, we gave away the throw in, and off the back of it, they got a corner. And you think there's another attack, attacking threat there mm. that you know where where if we'd have you know hit the ball up the field, um, challenge for it. Well, maybe want it back in the um, in the middle of the pitch. You know, in, instead we've conceded a corner. Um, you know, we've we've given an opportunity then for them to. Uh... I, I I think it's circumstantial. I I hate it when players at that level just whack it away. It, you know, they they whack it upfield, go long. It's not even a, it's not even a pass. It's just it's just a, I'm I'm clearing this, and then it just comes straight back. I'd rather them trying to be try to be a bit more measured. Yeah, okay. You don't you don't want to see, you know, your fullbacks or whatever just hitting it out, yeah. and then it and then it comes back as a throw in and back as a corner. You don't want to see that. It's really difficult to judge. I think it frustrates me more when, um, when they just when they just clear it and it and it just comes straight back. Rashford last night against the Czechs. I'm not even sure. I'm 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 not even sure he was trying to clear it. It looked like he tried to control it, and it just pinged off his foot. And went straight back to them about yep. thirty yards away from me. I don't know if you saw that, and I just thought, "What the? You're a, a you're a Premier League footballer at a top six club, and you're playing for England. You can't. You just hit. You're just giving it back to the opposition. I, I just don't get that at all. Yeah, yeah. I think I don't know. I think it goes back to the same same thing I was saying earlier. Though is you know, he's Southgate's making like for like subs. You know, you saw against. Um, I know. I know they've mentioned it a few times that the pundits have talked about why why we we need two holding midfielders. You know, we're one of only two two teams currently um, to not concede. Mm. Yeah, and I, I don't think that gets said enough, really. But the other side of it is, you know, we had a we had an opportunity against Scotland to, to take one of those holding midfielders off and put another attacking player on, and didn't. You know, we made light for light subs and just kept trying the same shit all game. Um, you know, and I, I, I don't think that helps. It doesn't really change up the rhythm of the. I know, I know, Grealish came on and he was a bit, bit quicker with his footwork, but tried the same stuff and got nowhere with it. Mm. Yeah, 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 it's kind of like the the Plan B thing, isn't it? So yeah. it's clearly not working. Um, against Scotland and to a certain extent last night, yeah, we need kind of need to change it up a little bit. Um, yeah. We've, like I said before, we're so much quality in on the bench there that you would imagine that there is, you know, a plan B, plan C, whatever. Um, uh, I think we just kind of settled for what we had last night, um, which isn't necessarily a bad thing. We weren't, you know, kind of going all guns blazing for you know two and three goals after an hour, but I'm just, I'm just not massively convinced. Uh, I've seen anything that will get us through to the quarterfinal. Maybe they're doing it on purpose. Maybe they're looking intentionally boring and shit so that when we play Germany in the next round, we're going absolutely batter him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know. Maybe not. <laughs> yeah, a bit, bit reverse psychology. Yeah. <laughs> Kidology. Yeah. I, 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 yeah, I mean, I'm, I was a bit... I, <laughs> A bit, a bit, sort of to and froing last night. I agree. I agree with Gary Neville what he said, which was, if this was any other nation who had played three, conceded none, scored two, and got seven points, the rest of the Euro- rest of Europe would be going. They look, they look solid. They look sure, and they yeah. look, they look okay. They're going about the business, not, not you know, ripping up any trees. I just get this sense that. Because it's England, there's a lot, a lot of people who, because it's England, think it's rubbish, it's shit, it's boring. Um, I, I heard one comment, and he listens to it. It's it's Joe. Listen to the podcast. It's Joe. And forgive me, Joe. But I'm going to say it. He said he said if he wasn't English, he wouldn't watch England. And I thought, wow. Um, 
because I, 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 I bet every nation has fans that say that, <laughs> you know, because unless unless you are Spain of two thousand and eight and twenty twelve, or France nineteen ninety eight, where it, you know Brazil or whatever, then you're not, are you? I don't, I don't, I don't really get that sentiment. So, so I, I agree, I, I agree with Gary Neville. I think if it's any other country that we, you know, we're looking sure and solid. Um, will we get past the next game? I don't know. Stadio Junkie, another listener, IMA, he said he'd give me twenty quid if they did. Um, I don't know. What are your thoughts? Portugal, Germany, or uh, France. France? Defensively. We're okay, as you say, not conceded a goal, not really been tested. I think we will do against those one, whoever it is out of mm. those three teams, um, and then we'll find out just how good we are. Um, and going forward, I just like I say, I haven't seen anything that will suggest that we're gonna we're gonna score more than one. Um, yeah, Germany looked a lot better over the weekend when they beat Portugal. Mm-hmm. France France should have battered Hungary in the first half, so they should have been well out of sight by then. Um, uh, Portugal looks a bit shaky, but um, yeah, I just I just can't see us beating any of those three teams. I just I just don't think we we're, we're good enough up front, despite the uh, attacking talent that we have. Yeah, I wonder um, again, may, maybe playing a team like that though, playing a team that is, is actually going to come at us will will give us those spaces we need to get in behind. Mm. Again, you saw you saw a glimmer of that against Czech, um, Czech Republic. Um, Scotland didn't really give us that that space. You know, they had they had one intention when they got on that pitch; they were going to defend as much as they possibly could um, and just let Shea Adams have, have a quick quick pop it every time they. Uh, uh, they picked up the ball at the halfway line, you know. Um, and you know, if if one of them was up on the wing, he saw, he saw it all game. They just they just drew the foul and carried on from there. It was, uh, but I think, I mean, you need you need luck when you play teams like that. Um, you know, I feel like we've not been particularly lucky so far. You know, you saw tonight, um, Spain got their first goal from a keeper head. You know, put it in his own his own net. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, we've we've hit the post uh, in, in, in three games. In fact, there you go. Man City stat for you. Uh, different City players at the post in, in all three of our games. We've mm-hmm. had, we had uh, Foden in the first, uh, Sterling in the... Stones. Sorry, Stones in Stones, the second. Yeah. Sterling in the third. So, um, there you go, Rush. You can have 20 quid if Walker hits the post in the next game. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but it's... I, th- I, th- I think you're right, Sav. I think we'll, we, if we play it, as soon as we play a better team, look, I'm not saying we're going to beat them, but as soon as we play a better team, that will they will inherently leave spaces behind because they do because they're, they're trying to attack yeah. you. And that's that's what their game is. So that's where I think we we'll might come into our own and and players like Foden, Sterling, Grealish, Sancho, Bellingham, Kane. Not Mount because obviously he's isolating. Which I mean, we, we could talk about that as well if you want that whole <laughs> fucking fast. But um, you know, they they have got they have got to, they are top quality European strikers, probably world you know world player world class players. They're, they're going to unlock any defense, aren't they? Do you not think? Uh, not yeah, I, I mean, teeth? I mean, you might be right. Yeah, with the, you know with the space and, and again making the county comparison, we've seen it. Where teams come at us, we generally do better because there's more space in behind them. So yeah, you might may well be right. Um, yeah, just I'm just not convinced at all. I'm just not convinced that we've <laughs> I got. Could, it. I can I can tell. <laughs> we, we've got enough. I, I, you know, Kane's done fuck all um, so far. One shot on target in three games. And yeah, you, you're right. The teams we've played against have defended a lot more, um, and he hasn't. Perhaps hadn't had the you know, the time and space he may usually get, but mm. you know if you are a world class striker, you find that time and space. I just don't, you know, he hasn't done anything. Um, he's quite right to be subbed against Scotland. Um, yeah, I just I'm just not not convinced at all. I feel like we've got a bit more versatility though in in our team. You look at you look at Portugal, and they're they're going to rock up to every single game they play with with. Pretty much the same, same formation, same players in those formations, right? Because they've got 
let's let's face it, they've got a starting eleven of um you know, top quality players who, who almost demand you know, the egos you were talking about the last last week, you know, their egos sort of demand their place. Mm. Um France have a little bit of that themselves. Um, you know, even even Germany. I just think that you know, apart, apart from maybe you know, Pick Pickford's not going anywhere, um, although he's uh, questionable for me. And then you've got what maybe Sterling and Kane are, are a guaranteed. I think uh, beyond that, um, you could put anybody in those positions, and I think that's that's what he's he's tried to do a bit of. Um, you know, there's, I think there was one of the pundits last night was saying we play France. Um, I think it was Neville. You know, if we play France, he's, he's, he'll want to see a five at the back, just just to try and hold Mbappe. Mm. You saw you saw how quick he was against Hungary, and and you know, on another day he'd he'd have, he'd have probably put four or five against them. Yeah, you say there that Sterling and Kane of the outfield players are probably pretty much guaranteed to start. Shouldn't be the case, though, should it? It shouldn't be the case. I mean, uh, Southgate has said before he'll pick players on based on form. Um, I don't know. Sterling has got a couple of goals, you know. So fair, I can't really um, criticise him too much. But on the whole, those two have been pretty poor. Yeah, I mean, I agree. Sterling was poor against Scotland. Um, you know, for me, he was the one that stood out was being the poor player uh, against Croatia. I thought he played well. Um, I didn't think he had a bad game against Czech. I think the the thing we have with Sterling is he seems to get in the right place, as as we saw with his goal against. Uh, against Czech. Uh, personally, I wouldn't say he's necessarily guaranteed. I don't think he's had a, a particularly great season um, compared with other seasons he's had. But I don't know. He's, he seems to turn up. And I think it, the, the fact that he's got our only two goals of the tournament, I think he will start. Um, and, and and Kane, purely because I think I think would be... I mean, he, you're right. He's, he's played shit so far. Um, but I, I don't feel like you can leave a player like that out. No, no, no. Uh, yeah, tend to agree with that. Stones and Stones and Maguire for me are the two centre backs that start every time. I, I Mings, I, I just I, I don't feel like I could trust Mings, um, and I don't know who else is beyond that. To be honest, in centre half, Walker can do a job, can he? But not not in a back four. Yeah, he, he can. I think that's what they were talking about with a with a five at the back, weren't they? Mm. Um. But you know, one of his left backs is now lost, or his left wing backs. You know, Chilwell. Um, so he's got. You know, I, I saw something before. I think before the tournament started um, with Maguire out, he was talking about playing Chilwell um, and Reese James as his full backs, his, well, his wing backs, should I say, uh, and then having Shaw, Stones, and Walker, which I wasn't. I can't say I was um, <laughs> too thrilled to hear, but. I just, I just think, you know, I think you're right. Maguire and Stones at the back, um, the, the the solid two, and you know they seem to be the target men as well on on our corners. You know, other mm. than that, we don't we don't seem to do very much, do we? No, that's right. So overall, then, I know we know Dave's not convinced. Are you convinced, Sam? I think I am. You know, I think we need we need to do a bit more work up the top. Um, I think if we play against a, a team that are going to come at us. Um, you know, that's what that's when we might start seeing the goals. You know, we've we've all right, we've only scored two goals, we've not conceded. Um, say maybe we've not been tested, but then you could say that about Italy. Mm. You know, in their group. Um could say about Belgium, you know, they conceded against Denmark. Yeah, yeah. Um and as as you said before, Netherlands, they've not really been tested either. They've conceded a couple of goals. Um they've just been on the mentality that, you know, <laughs> we'll we'll score more goals than you will. Mm. So I think I think I'm more convinced uh, after the Czech game. If we if we'd have had another shocker and, and maybe even drawn or lost that, I'd have I'd be in a different position. But Yeah, yeah I tend to agree with you. I think I think I think I need convincing. I I I, I think it's there. Yeah. And obviously, we'll find out in the next match, won't we? That's, I mean, that's the acid test. We're all won't, won't be long now before we find out if if we get through the next match and suddenly we've we've played better than we did against Czech Republic, and I can see an upward traje- trajectory. 
then I'll be convinced. I mean, that, it's probably easy to say, you know, if we beat Portugal, France, or Germany, then fucking hell. If you don't need convincing after, if you need convincing after that, then kind of what's wrong with you? You should be, <laughs> we should be nailed on favourites to win it. But even if we scrape past, you know, scrape past them one nil and and um, and do the business, I'll, I'll be quite happy with that. What will annoy me though, again, this has happened in tournaments gone pat gone by, is we'll probably get to the next match on Tuesday play a really good Portugal, Germany or French team, they will just narrowly beat us or we'll get a, or they'll beat us on penalties or they'll, they'll get some decision that goes against us. It's another tournament gone for us and another year where, you know, we've got this expectation, not as much as we've had in the past, but still still now, you know, with, with Foden and Sterling and Sancho and Bellingham and all these players, these good attacking players, we've got this sort of hope, haven't we? And it'll go again. It'll just it'll just disappear until the next tournament. Yeah, yeah, completely agree with that. Um, there is that, there is that hope, isn't there? I mean, we're we're not going as as bonkers as we used to do ten or fifteen no. years ago uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. about you know we're going to win it and everything. But there is still that that little hope there, uh, and as you say, that that'll kind of sort of drift away. You're waiting another. Let me get my maths right here. It's only a couple of years now to the next one, isn't it? Because we're we're a year late, uh, and then you think, oh yeah, they'll be a couple of years older, and you know, we'll, we'll be better. And it's the hope that kills you, isn't it? I think that's, <laughs> yeah. that's, that's kind of what I mean. There. Yeah. How do you think um, it will um, affect us? You know, we've we've just played three games at home, basically. You know, our next game we're going to be against a tough opponent. Um, we're going to be in a different stadium as well. What do you reckon? I don't think we are. We're playing we're at Wembley. Wembley. Are we still yeah. at Wembley for the next one, are we? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, and we haven't lost a European champ. We haven't lost a tournament don't say international it, at Wembley. Don't say no, it. I'm going to say it. We've got to get these. We've got to get these things out. Yeah, we haven't lost a tournament international at Wembley. But I heard that this morning, and then I thought, well, that was only the. Surely that's only the World Cup in '66, 1996. And that's and it. And now, and that's it. Yeah, and these, <laughs> and these three games. Three yeah. we played. That's just, that's quite. It's not a bad bad return, is it? Really? No, you got be. It's got to be a dozen games, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, um, yeah. It's at Wembley. So, and I think there's more. I think there's forty five thousand allowed in next next Tuesday. That that'll make it better as well because the atmosphere, even against Scotland, it was just so dull, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, when you've only got you know fifteen twenty thousand in there, whatever it was, it's just it just makes for a better game, doesn't it? Mm. Uh, you know, again, I'm going to use a county comparison as we've seen with County. Um, you know, against Hartlepool and that, and to a certain degree against Woking as well. You'll you'll know yourself yeah. for us from being there that mm. it's just not the same. You know, socially distanced, reduced capacity. It's just not the same. No, it's all very it's all very engineered, isn't it? If it it looks in fact it looks like you are part of a football manager crowd. Yeah. You know, just, just, they're all they're all spread out with the same clothes on. <laughs> yeah, it is is really um yeah, it is really weird. But yeah, with a with a, at least it's now sort of half full it'll be, won't it, with forty forty five thousand in. So mm. hopefully that'll make for a, a better game as well. Yeah, so we have got we have got that to our advantage that it's it's at, it's at our gaff. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, I, well, something I did want to ask you, Sam, is um, internationals and city fans with internationals. Now it's we know well I know from growing up that United fans hate England. Well, I hate England. Don't, you know they, they they want the players not to go on England duty because they, oh they'll get injured and we're more bothered about winning oh, the Premier League and all that sort of looks. Um, how how do you sit on that? And is this is your view the same as City fans throughout? Or um, I, to be honest with you, I can't um, I can't speak beyond on, on behalf of all of all the City fans. Um... Ob- obviously, <laughs> did, did, did you not ask <laughs> just, him before just, you came on? Jesus. Just going to put that one out there. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you know what? I I enjoy watching the City players. Um, you know, I, I I think I'm relatively clued up with uh, most of the teams. You know, at least at least a good starting eleven plus subs. Regardless of who they play for, um, but no, I, I enjoy watching the City players. You know, even tonight watching um, Laporte and Ferran Torres score for Spain, that was it was quite enjoyable for me. 
to see that. Um, I think it's good to see them. You know, for, for me, it's nice to see City players in the international teams, right? When I started watching them back in the 90s, um, there weren't many City players um, sort of breaking into <laughs> um, breaking into these top international sides. You know, you look at you look at De Bruyne, had a, what, a double phase fracture what, a, a month ago. Um, and, you know, he's, he's proven to be Belgium's player of the tournament so far. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I I can't I can't I can't say it enough really. I, I I enjoy watching the players. Um, I watched that game over over the Sweden game though the the Sweden game looked more interesting up to uh, up to when Spain started uh, um, putting them in for fun. But you know I, I watched that one because there was a bunch of city players in it. Right. Yeah. Good. Uh, well, well, just going back to when you started watching them, was it not Gerard Vikings? Was he not playing for? Was he not playing for Holland B or something? <laughs> <laughs> King Clads, King Cladsey was getting in the Georgia team, wasn't he? Probably right then, yeah. But but that's that's what I mean. You know, it's not yeah. top international. Yeah, it's not a top yeah. international. Really. Although, yeah, yeah. Again, it was nice watching David Silva score the first of Spain's um, four goals back in 2012 final. You know, it's it's. I think for me, I'm just I'm just enjoying watching watching the city players. Um, you know, I mean, you, you know, from talking to me, Russ, I, I like watching football. Mm. Whoever it is at whatever level, um, but yeah, I'm I'm not I'm not one of these that doesn't want my players to go and play in the international tournament just in case they get injured. Yeah, yeah, I have always thought it's pretty selfish of United fans to say that. Um, I'm disappointed when they don't start. You know, I've I've enjoyed watching Foden, Sterling. Um, I've enjoyed watching Stones play well after he's had a, had a sort of a bit of a naff couple of years for us. Um, had a great season for us last season. Um. Yeah, I enjoy watching them. Yeah, good stuff. I think I enjoyed. Dave, you'll remember this. I enjoyed watching Jarko Viss play for Finland, and yeah. he deflected. He deflected Beckham's goal into the. Didn't he? He took a nick off. That's as close as we, we had an international scoring while we've had Finnick County. Yeah, that was uh, <laughs> Ericsson's first competitive game, wasn't it? Was the it Finland Anfield? Yeah. Wow, that's Let's... good knowledge. That. Yeah. Army one, it's two nil on it. Uh, yeah, I think Cucci Viss. I think they both played in that game. Yeah, but have we ever had a have we ever had an international play for us and score while they've been playing for county? I'm not sure we have. Uh-huh. I might be proven, happy to be proved wrong. Um, uh, not off the top of my head. Certainly not recently. Anyway. Well, no, bloody hell, no, definitely not. Unless, unless, for, unless miraculously Lois Maynard scores for St Kitts and Nevis. Yeah, <laughs> uh, recently I meant that kind of that two thousands Yakovic era. Right, right. It's still recent to me. Just that, just that recent twenty years. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, that's good. Right, yeah, no, it's good that. Yeah, I have always found it a bit annoying of United fans. So it's good that you, as a City fan, like that. Because I mean, for me, I'm not going to say it's the only time I watch um, top flight football because I watch all the football, pretty much. You watch um, all football. I watch all the football. All the football, <laughs> amazing. All the football. <laughs> <laughs> no, I do, I do. I do watch a lot. I have like this. Um, I have. I have this pecking order, and. I found myself once watching watching I think it was Ballatown versus Kevin Druids um on S4C and my missus came in and she goes, What are you watching? <laughs> it's football, it's Ballatown versus Kevin Druids. What there's nothing else on. Um so I do, you know, I'll watch I'll watch anything really. Um so it's nice, yeah. Um Okay. Anything more to say about the Euros? Uh the the scenes in the Denmark game the other night. Hmm. Fantastic, yeah. just wonderful. Yeah, everyone's going ape shit when they scored, and yeah, it's like a it's like a football crowd from two years ago, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you just saw a level of passion in that game that you know I don't think we've <laughs> we've really seen yet. Um, yeah, yeah, it was so good, wasn't it? Yeah. Beer flying everywhere, everyone hugging each other. It was so good. Um, and as I said before, I think I said last week, it was weird seeing a full stadium again. We've seen it in yeah. uh, in a couple of the Hungary games, haven't we? Um, 
Yeah, just weird seeing that again. In in the talk of moving the final to Hungary. Yeah, but they'll um, money talks, doesn't it? So it was because mm. the UEFA VIPs had had to quarantine, and the yeah, if yeah. they if they just kept the gob short, and they, they wouldn't have had to, would they? They would have had a word with someone at the FA, and then they'd been fine then. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, if they can do it at that, if they can do it at counties level, because the corporate area at county against Hartlepool was full. Yeah, it was. was no social it? Distance, there was no social distancing, so if they can do it at county and get away with it, that really pissed me off. By the way, can you tell? You know, I we've all we've all got to, we've all got to go through a really rigorous process to get in the ground. There's only season tickets allowed plus five hundred in the railway end, and these these people that have paid extra to have a meal and all that sort of jazz. Oh, just just walking up and down. Yeah, oh, we can sit next to each other. Yeah, were any of them wearing the city shirts, Russ? No, but the no, no, the, they weren't. I know I didn't see any, but that did I, did I tell you? Did, I, did we talk about that? At work, we we we, we we talked about that, and you mentioned it on last week's. Um... Oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Fucking hell, that annoyed me. Anyway, that was two things that annoyed me. I didn't. I wasn't annoyed by getting beat because we deserved that. And after an hour, I thought we're going to get beat here. So <laughs> <laughs> we we didn't deserve to lose. No, I'm joking. I was just going back to the previous thing that I said about an hour. Okay. I was going to say. It's a bit <laughs> I know we were shit, but we didn't deserve to lose. No, no it, was just, it was just a couple of things that annoyed me about that day, you know, being in the ground. Yeah, yeah, when, yeah you know, And, you know, when we, when we talk about... We, we, we've done this podcast throughout this lockdown. We've watched it on the telly. You know, we've watched all the shit streams, haven't we? We've complained about mm-hmm. not being in the ground. Because when you're in the ground, you see more than when you watch it on a stream, on a telly. And we, we can't get our heads around why, how fans can watch football on the telly and that's all they, that's their existence. We have, we have to go to the ground. And then when I get to the ground, two things fucking annoy me. Like, <laughs> r- royally annoy me. Um, so, yeah. Livid. <laughs> I can tell. Home United mates in future. Is what? You'll have to stay at home with your United mates in future. Oh, fucking hell. Nick, Nick's not here, is he? Has he been talking to Nick? <laughs> no, I know. Well, that's it. Yeah, I'll stay at home with me, Nighty Mates, and watch it on fucking BT Sport or something. And, yeah. Thursday Night Football. Yeah. Just thought I'd throw that one in there as well. <laughs> Dave, Dave, did that not annoy you, those those corporate wankers? Uh, I've seen them all trooping back from the Cheedland, you know, through the gate and, you know, up to the up to the top of the Dante Bagara stand, yeah. Saw that. But I didn't I didn't realise that they were all sat together with no social distancing. Well, I, I just had a, it, it was full. So, I'd, and, and, you know, the club will say, well, we, we did these, we had procedures in place, you know, we all did tests, whatever. Well, they're great, but you know, we've all had to socially distance where we've been sat, and and only two thousand seven hundred can come in. That's not the club. It's not club's fault, though, is it? That's a stop. That's stop all council. Granted, yeah. but why did they then all get to go in there, sit next to each other? Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. yeah, I agree. Yeah. I agree. Yeah, we've probably just invoked the same uh, social distancing rules as as Scotland did with Billy Gilmore. Yeah, because obviously he's not been anywhere near the Scotland team. But the two England players, he was he was near. They had to. They've had a quarantine, haven't they? Yeah, yeah. Well, if you think about it, that's their that was their only positive result, wasn't it? At the Euros. Hey. <laughs> hey. <laughs> I see. Nick's not here, and suddenly you're the funny man. Well, I've got to step up, and I'm nowhere near as funny as Nick. But I've got to... <laughs> okay, I think that's a good place to leave it. Sounds good to me. Okay, so uh, before we go, just a few things to mention. Um, Dave, your latest blog is out? Certainly is, yep. Uh, May and June uh, all roll up into one ultimately disappointing uh, end of the season. (laughs) But the article is absolutely fucking brilliant, so give that a read. I've just spoiled the ending there, so no one's going to read it, are they? Yeah, spoiler alert. Spoiler alert, we lost. You could just read it out next week, word for word. Uh, it'll take me about four months. It was, 
I said to myself, I'll, I'll do May and June together because I'm not doing one for May and then writing about 300 words for June. And it, and it, it took me took me ages to write. I feel a bit sorry for anyone that's read it. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it's a good read, as always, uh, a good read. So, yeah, get on Dave's blog. Um, Fan Hub as well. Uh, if you're not familiar with FanUp, it's an app that you can download. Uh, you can choose county as your as your team when you sign up, and you get all of our content all in one place. Um, plus the reward fans for interactions with the app and, and and things like that. So it's a really good app to get into. It's a bit of a start up, so trying to get it off the ground. And uh, yeah, get, like I say, get Dave's blog is on there. All of the all of the podcasts that we do are on there. Dave's Tea Party podcasts are on there also, and then there's a different feeds from the Euros and. And some national league content as well. So to get that installed, you can don't forget you can find all our content on our website, which is all the uk. All of our podcasts, blog, and YouTube videos as well, plus our Spotify playlist. Um, and then next week we've got Chloe Beresford coming on. So she's the Italian journalist. Uh, big up on Italian football, so uh, looking forward to that. After that, we've got Matt and Steve from um, the Boundary Park Alert System and Push the Boundary. Uh, they're a trust, oh no, not a trust, they're sort of an organisation looking for change at Oldham Athletic uh, because their owners are a bag of shit, basically. So we'll, we'll get the lowdown from them. After that, we've got Liam Cash, obviously our head groundsman, and then the week after that, we'll bring Pete Towie on for a short interview and talk to him about the, uh, the new Bagara statue. M- marvellous yeah have you got anything more to say before we go Dave not much not much hoping um, things improve on Tuesday and yeah good so so do we anything for you Sam no not much more to add to that um, okay thanks thanks very much for having me no thanks for coming on it's uh, it's been a pleasure as always and I managed to avoid all the abuse that Nick was uh was leading he, up to. He definitely sidestepped a landmine there, mate. Yeah. <laughs> he, was, he was coming for you. He yeah, was coming for you. Tell. Right, with that, I'll say goodbye. Cheers for listening. See you later. It's the 90th minute, all your mates around, you've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in at participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. And there it is, that's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times.